Hi there, everyone. I'm Fox News' Roop Raj. On the January 11th edition of Let It Rip, we took on two heated topics. One, will Joe Biden drop out of the presidential race by March 5th? One high-profile analyst from J.P. Morgan Chase thinks so in his predictions for 2024. We take on that. Plus, former President Trump, his attorneys say he should be held immune for anything he did while he was in office regarding the case that he allegedly tried to overthrow the 2020 election. Both sides chiming in with that. And so let's let it rip. Tonight on Let It Rip, pretty much everyone thinks President Biden will be the Democratic nominee this year, but a top J.P. Morgan strategist says not so fast. He thinks Biden will bow out between Super Tuesday and Election Day because of health issues. Our Let It Rip panel has big opinions on if this is legit or just for clicks, but first. As a president, you have to have immunity. Very simple. It would mean that if a, a former president engages in assassination, uh, selling pardons, these kinds of things, and then isn't impeached uh, and convicted, there is no accountability for that for that individual. President Trump and his lawyers say the Georgia election interference case against him should be tossed out because of presidential immunity. And it's sparking a hot debate right here of whether that means the commander in chief is above the law. It's an argument that could set major precedents. And we're debating that starting now. And so time now to let it rip with former Democratic State Representative Sherry Gay Dagnago, former Republican gubernatorial and presidential candidate Perry Johnson, perhaps running for the president of the Lions Fan Club Association. <laughs> Look at that suit. Amazing. Uh, Democratic State Representative Noah Arbit here and louder than Perry Johnson's suit, former Republican State Representative Terrence Mikowski, Fox 2 anchor attorney Charlie Langton, caffeinated and ready to go after another 21-hour day. We are ready to let it rip. And let's begin right now. Yeah, with, with the guy who has the loudest suit in the room, uh, Donald Trump says this Georgia 2020 case should be tossed out. His attorneys say, you know what? He claims immunity because he was in office and the things that he did were under the auspices of what a president should do, which is to protect election integrity. Do you believe he is right? Actually, I do believe he's right. Bottom line on this thing is we can't start suing the president for every little thing that gets done. What are they going to do if something, if we go back all these years for every little thing that happened, when something happened, for example, under Obama, we're going to start su suing them? Hold on, hold on. Little thing? If the allegation is true, we're talking about interfering with an election, you're calling that a little thing or you think that this allegation I, I, is too little? What is it? I, no. The election process is critical. They're probably the most sacred thing we have in all of America. It is key to the whole republic that we have. And we have to always protect it. So I would never say otherwise. Do I really believe that he is over there as an insurrectionist? No, I do not. I do believe, however, that if he was president, he probably already has a pocket pardon for himself. Because as president, he has the right to just pardon himself. All Nobody right, so says you can't pardon anyone else. And so, Sherry Gay Dagnago, let's talk about this for a moment. This man says, I deserve immunity because I was president at the time and I was simply looking out for the election process, protecting its integrity. But everybody has said, everybody, including people who Trump hired himself, said that this election was a go. It was fine. There were no major issues with it. It was not a sham. Do, do, what do you think about his claim Trump, that he deserves Trump, immunity? I, I can't believe I'm sitting next to this gentleman and he's saying that. Because of a suit? little thing, yeah, I'm kidding. exactly. You know, <laughs> it seems great. Don't disagree uh, you know, with that. You know, it's just ridiculous. You know, he orchestrated insurrection. He orchestrated it. 
he, he was an election denier. And the same argument he's trying to use now, he used the reverse when he was president. He said, don't impeach him because it's a part of uh, the criminal case uh, for them to take care of that after he leaves the presidency. And so he's a gangster that was our president, and he's undermined democracy. And you should be ashamed, your party should be ashamed, that we're even discussing this man today as a potential candidate for president. Terrence Mikowski, I want to bring you into the fold here. Uh, look, 64% of the Americans who are polled say no, he does not deserve immunity for absolutely everything. 64% of the people, many of whom are Republicans, say no one should be above the law. The president himself, the former president, has said that. If this was Joe Biden, and the, the shoe is on the other foot, would you claim that Joe Biden deserves the same immunity that Trump says he deserves? Oh, absolutely. If not, uh, I think uh, Joe Biden uh, uh, is in, in some deep trouble when he gets out of office. The, the immunity has to be there for the president to do his job. Obama ordered strikes that the civilians were killed. Bush made uh, uh, claims of mass uh, weapons destruction for people that ended up to be false. We can't be bringing our, 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 our presidents to, to justice for something that they did uh, when they were doing it in the course of their duty for the president, for the protection of, of the people of the but United was States it, of America. Was it for the course of the duty? Was it to help the system? Was it really to protect election integrity? Or if was he it believed to, the election was stolen was, was it to he protect himself? He, he absolutely lying. believed the election was stolen from him. Was it to protect himself or the country? No, it, I was involved in the 2020 election. There, there, was, there was rumors of, of, of widespread uh, uh, fraud going on all over the place. And anybody who was in that election knows that. And knows absolutely that, not. That, that everybody and their mother on both sides absolutely were Absolutely not. His own, his own attorneys, his own uh, attorney general, his own people went out to investigate, and they determined that there was no widespread fraud. In the state of Michigan, a Republican legislative body went out to say, let's go find to see if there was any fraud. They determined there wasn't. Over and over again, we keep hearing this. Why can't the president move on from 2020? The president has never been uh, uh, convicted of any crime, of, of any wrongdoing, but we keep on, on assuming that he's yeah. guilty. But why can't he move on? He's never been votes. convicted of anything, yeah. and, and the problem is, is that we want to put him in a box and, and say that he, he make all these claims about him that are not true. All right, so no, Arbit. Let, let's let's give you the same question here. We're talking about now. This is the faith Biden. party. This is the faith party. This People is, that believe in God. We holy believe in God. Let's talk about Biden for a moment. If some of the things that are being alleged against him end up being true, and you have some precedent that's set here of, of absolute immunity for our president. Would Biden then be protected by the same thing? And do you think president should be protected in that way? This, this is not about Trump. This is not about Biden. This is about a larger fundamental question um, in our country about whether or not we are a country, we as Americans, still believe that democracy is worth protecting. Why is it that, um, you know, we have uh, partisans, uh, mainly in the Republican Party, who are willing to pledge fealty to someone who tried to overthrow the government Absolutely. just to keep himself in office? I mean, this is, this is larger than party. This has to be about, sure. we have been through some really tough times in our history, really, really large divisions, and yet we have always been able to come together. I mean, the Civil War was, you know, another instance in which sure. we couldn't, but, but political violence is at an 11 right now in this country, and the leading candidate of the Republican Party is the one who's fomenting that. Show Why is Let's get our attorney in the mix here. These are things that he's been accused for having done, for action performed within the outer perimeter of his presidential duties is what they're saying, outer perimeter, but his actual sole duty is to protect election integrity, to protect this country. He says that's what he was doing. I, I don't like
like what President Trump, uh, President Trump did. I don't like it. But immunity is a defense to a crime. And if he's trying to say that he has immunity for whatever he did, there's got to be an underlining crime or some something going on. As far as I know, there's nothing going on at this point in time. Yes, there's some hearings. There's some hearings going on across the country. I don't like the—I I like to separate politics from the law. And I think that all Good these luck. arguments— it, it's, well, it's, that's right. the problem right now. And I think that that's the real downfall of this whole thing. If you think Trump was committed an insurrection, don't vote for the guy. Don't vote for the guy. Right. All right? But you can't convict him or put him or— He's been charged him. for 93 Listen, counts. The Supreme Court— 93 counts with the but what they're trying to say is that he shouldn't that 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 prosecution shouldn't be allowed to go forward i'm not saying convict him until he's guilty you know i'm saying you know innocence oh. until presumed guilty obviously Good. okay but he's been charged with 93 counts of committing crimes right and so that process has to play out because he is not above the By law his political no opponents. president should be above the law i think justice pan uh, the three-judge panel in D.C. brought it home in talking about the use of a presidential office yep. to order assassination. That's ridiculous. No, can you, contradictory. How so? Ridiculous. That, how is that ridiculous? That's a ridiculous what's argument. It, what's From ridiculous is that you're trying to argue his argument. innocence and to uh, and to utilize the presidential office to have immunity. That was not what the founding fathers or mothers meant. It is it, his duties as a president to protect the people. He was protecting his his presidential it was candidacy. To protect the anybody that opposed him and that's what we're looking at right now all of us as Democrat and or Republicans should be upholding democracy yep. as America so if we're at this place in point in time yes. we're at a dangerous Terrence, place I can ask you a question yes, here let, why not just let this Georgia 2020 case play out in court why not allow the justice system whether you like it or not or Trump likes it or not, why not let the justice system play itself out, and then we see the results, and then we'll see what happens then. Why do we have to Selfishly, I hope that's out? what happens, because because then you're going to set the precedent for other presidents uh, to, to, have to have to fall to, to the, the law and see what happens after that. Good. But we and, cannot— uh, And what president— President shouldn't be about the law. Nobody said they were about the law, Trump but they're in the pursuit through. of their duties. I mean, they think have about it. From the beginning of time, for two years, they're talking about Russian collusion. Right. They accused him of Russian collusion for two— Solid years, but that's not time what we're talking about anymore. Doesn't, but they accused him. They accused him, but, they, but, but then he, they, we actually saw that it was totally. I understand what you're saying. Is this the best candidate you all have? Is this the best? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Hold on, Charlie. Perry, I want, to ask you have, I want to ask you a question about this particular candidate. What happens next year? Does this help President, former President Trump secure more votes by being involved in these sure. court battles? Yes or no? Uh, I believe that every single time he got an indictment, the poll numbers went up. Absolutely. So we take a look at what happens. He gets Isn't all this publicity. Isn't that the scariest thing you've ever heard? But, but just think though, about that. Perry, Perry, just Republicans, think about that. Republicans are saying this beaming with pride, talking about four federal indictments, saying, my guy gets baboose with this. That's not a proud American. The guy's because a they don't believe it. They He's believe not a criminal. What's going on is what we call political, political persecution. persecution. And it's been going on time and time again. From the party that's at right. loss or up, with for sure. Trump Political persecution. So I'm going to ask you one last okay, question here. The Iowa caucuses, Terrence, the Iowa caucuses, January 15th. That's the exact same time that the civil defamation suit's happening. The Super Tuesday 
It's happening at the exact same time as the federal 2020 election trial a day before. This is not boding well for his campaign, is it? Oh, no. no, he's there. Well, it's a, it's a plot by, the, by the, his political yes. opposition to keep him tied up in court. When, when you have uh, uh, prosecutors like Wade and Fannie who are going after him, meeting at the White House on extraordinary amounts of money, plotting against the, the opponent of the president, and the White House is behind it, you're going to tell me there's no, no you collusion? Don't you, don't think, there's no collusion? collusion? you don't think that the <laughs> justice system, you don't think that the I'm justice system is being weaponized? Uh, you don't think the justice system is being weaponized for 100%. both for both sides here? I mean, I people are saying the thing about Hunter. Oh. I it's certainly be, do not. Trump. Listen, we, oh, we have seen examples from other right. countries across the world, Hungary, Poland, uh, Brazil, where, where justice systems are weaponized against political opponents. America, America. has not got, gone down that road yet. If oh Donald Trump God. is do really do, do you think, sure do you think they're well. after Joe Biden and his son, weaponizing no, the political system? I do not. For, uh, the judicial system I do not. Because he's guilty. All right. <laughs> Look, guys, we want to thank <laughs> you all for joining us here today. Perry Johnson, we can all agree with one thing. Perry Johnson's outfit today is what all of us are feeling without being able to say it. Go Lions, go. Go Lions, go Lions. Let's do this. We can all agree on. Go Lions. Before we head to break, Charlie is taking Let It Rip on the road, talking about a variety of subjects that have to do with the GOP. Take a look. Be an effective leader, a good leader, with all those court cases going on. I don't know. He can't be effective if he's got other things on his mind that's distracting him from his core duties. He says as president, though, president should have immunity. Do you think that's right? No, that's definitely not right. Then that would, why is, why is he, why is he exempt from all of that? Somebody tells me that they're better off now than they were when Trump was in office. It's kind of crazy. What about the Michigan Republican Party? They're all it seems that they're in disarray right now. Well, I was never in favor of the governor shutting down the government. For Michigan Democrats, do you think they're going to get do even better because of all the problems in the Michigan Republican Party? I think they all have problems. <laughs> He's not the king. He's not the king. <laughs> even the king yeah, gets in trouble. Guy. I love Detroiters and Metro Detroiters. I love everything you do out there. Good job, Charlie, out there. Everyone thinks the Trump-Biden matchup is a foregone conclusion, but one J.P. Morgan strategist says, wait a minute here, the current president could bow out of the race altogether. We're debating if this is legit or clickbait. That's next. Back now on Letter Rip debating the hot take that President Biden might drop out of the presidential race sometime after Super Tuesday. I'm joined now by Detroit City Councilman Coleman Young II, a Democrat, Oakland County GOP Executive Board Member Aaron Tobin, Oakland University Political Science Professor Dave Dulio, who we could put on the payroll here. He's on often enough because we call him because of this, this really important year and such an important topic. And of course, our attorney and anchor, Charlie Langton as well. Uh, no one can beat anyone on our panel here today but Perry Johnson with the wardrobe with his lion stuff, yeah. right? But uh, that's something we can all get on board with. But this, on the other hand, is something that these two probably won't see eye to eye on. And take a look at this. There's an actual J.P. Morgan strategist who made some predictions for the year 2024. He says, look, President Biden will withdraw sometime between Super Tuesday and the November election, citing health reasons. Biden passes the torch to a replacement candidate named by the Democratic National Committee. This is the prediction, or a guess, by this strategist. He goes 
on to say Biden has a low approval rating for a president with 10 percent job creation since his inauguration, although that figure is the byproduct of his inauguration coinciding with the COVID vaccines and the reopening of the U.S. economy. Basically, he's taking away, taking all the air out of the tires and saying, Biden, you inherited a post-COVID economy, and that's why you did okay at the beginning. But you know what? You're running out of Steve. Coleman Young, you're looking at this going, nah, I don't know about that. You're kind of shaking your head. You don't think there's any truth to this? No, I don't think there's any truth at all. First of all, Root, always good to see you. <laughs> Great to Little see you. Happy New Year. My man, man. Happy New Year, Year my guy. <laughs> Listen, first of all, I think you got a better chance of finding the abominable snowman on Mac Avenue okay. than you do of him dropping out. I, I, listen, 11 million jobs created, um, eggs from the peak has gone down in cost by 22%. Gas from its peak has gone down to about a buck 60. You know, we got a lot of real good economic. Inflation has gone down to 3%. It's supposed to be 2 but it's about 3%. Uh, near record low unemployment for African Americans, near record low unemployment for Latinos, record unemployment low, about 3% for the country. So he's got a really but, good but, economic but, but record. What about, what about his health? Let's talk about his mental acuity right. and the fact that, by the way, let's point this out for a moment. Any 81-year-old person who is under the stress of such a tremendous job, the hardest job in the world to, re, to run the free world the way he is, right. don't you think maybe there, there is there any truth to what this guy's saying about his health perhaps being in decline? Well, first of all, I think for all that Joe Biden has done, I think that his heart should be at a health journal. I think this man has been amazing, the things he's accomplished. But secondly, he's not necessarily running against an Adonis in Donald Trump here. I mean, you know, comparing him, do, you I think mean, he, you know. do you think he is healthy mentally? Oh, yeah, I definitely think he's healthy. Aaron, you disagree. Uh, this just in, they found the abominable snowman in downtown Detroit. <laughs> oh, boy. Touche. Stick a fork in Biden. He is done. The, it is elder abuse, what they are doing to Joe Biden. His wife has to sit next to him at all his interviews. He's got to have cards to tell him who to talk to when he does take the time to talk to uh, the media. And he has the guy's name and what his answer is going to be, so he's not cut off guard. But Aaron, in fairness, I've interviewed President Trump three times, and each time they have what they call the card when they walk up, and they show him the card as they're walking up. And even with me, Root Raj, Detroit, Fox, you interviewed him before. These guys, whether you're 65 or 45 or 81, you can't remember all the people you meet as president. That can't be the only reason. What is it about you, this that you believe right, so that he's not able my to? My mother had Alzheimer's disease. I've seen people go for, uh, through the stages of Alzheimer's disease. He's got Alzheimer's disease. Don't you, guy, you don't know whoa, that, right? Whoa. He acts, That's not fair, right? Put it this way. He acts just like somebody in the That's first ridiculous. stages of Alzheimer's disease. He That's doesn't absurd. know where he is half the time. He turns oh, to go off outrageous. the stage. He looks to shake hands with somebody that's not there. He, and he's got serious cognitive problems. Would you hire him to be your attorney? Most of my friends wouldn't hire him to be a greeter at Walmart. Would you hire? For would you hire? Would, would you hire Donald Trump to handle your your your, your company right now? Would you think that he's capable of Absolutely. doing that? Absolutely. But when you're comparing these two, we're, we're kind of talking about two different things here: whether or not he's capable and whether or not he's going to be there. Listen, he's going to be, we God willing, alive and well enough to run if he wants to. But is it good for the party to run? And that's the question that we're asking. Nah. Joining us now, Dave Dulio as well. Uh, Dave, you were on this set probably about four months ago, and I asked you the question on final thoughts. I said, will these two be the two guys who will be standing at the end? And you said, you're not sure. What do you think today? Well, look, never say never in politics, right? That's that's for sure. Uh, and I think we do need to separate the question of whether uh, Joe Biden should be the Democratic nominee, and will he be the Democratic nominee? I think right now that he will be. Uh, 
if only because he's looking at this saying, I think I can beat Trump. But I'm not sure the person that, that the DNC would put in in my place can beat Trump. Who's their, who's their alternative? Kamala Harris? Her numbers are worse than Biden's. Gavin Newsom? California, declining state, they've got a $40 billion uh, budget deficit right now. Maybe Gretchen Whitmer. Do you? Uh, do, maybe, do, maybe, uh, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll get ready to say. But Charlie, when you look at, you know, there, there is a level to which people, and talk to an independent out there or someone who's not uh, very politically aligned with a Republican or a Democrat, and they'll say, how did we end up back where we were, back to the future, with the same guys who, one is mired in court battles, the other one is 81 years old and said publicly that I wouldn't be running for office if it had not been for President Trump running. I mean, this is what we're left with, right? This is a tough job. There's not a lot of people that really want, all they wanted, but they're not going to go through the rigmarole and the trip scrutiny, the public scrutiny about running for president? Listen, Biden is going to run. He's going to get the nomination. Trump is going to run. He's going to get the Republican nomination. It's a rematch, and it's going to be up or down. I don't know who this, who is this JP? I've never heard of the guy. I don't know what he's talking about. We get a, he's a, he's a conspiracy theory. I don't know who the guy is. It doesn't matter. It's going to be Biden. Someone that truly wants to run for president would have had to have started about a year or two ago. There's no one that can raise the money and the prestige and the name recognition and all that it takes in right now. And if Biden does drop out for whatever reason, which I cannot imagine it's going to happen, it would be a disaster for the Democratic Party. But if you look at the last 25 years, the last, let's say, four presidential elections, the person who ended up in the White House is someone who no one would have ever predicted to be in the White House. You have a guy who was a reality game show host who was a business tycoon who became the president running against career politicians? No one guessed that. In fact, Hillary Clinton made the mistake of not spending enough time in Michigan and other key states Wisconsin and gave up too. the election mm -hmm. in many ways. So she can, a can, terrible when, campaign. When you say yeah. never say an never, awful, yeah. awful Col but Coleman, our campaign needs improved. I won't but, say terrible. But aren't we, aren't we, in, a, improve, aren't we in a place yeah, yeah, yeah. in a country yeah. where you can't make predictions that holy? Absolutely. You can't make predictions. You can't take anything for granted. I think that Joe Biden is one of the hardest workers. I think that Joe Biden has a proven track record. And I think that Joe Biden is the best person right now, just morally, to lead the country. I mean, you're talking about a man who just talked about earlier who is facing 91 counts. This man has broken literally every law except well, gravity. Not allegedly. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. And that's not for lack of trying. Allegedly. I just think that is something that's a disaster. Someone that tried to run a coup de, who tried to run a coup d'etat against his own government, who tried to overthrow the government and is against the basic tenets of democracy, who will turn this country Political to a third kind of world country. Are we talking about Trump? Trump. You know, no, go ahead, Aaron, what are you no. talking about morals? What kind of morals? I mean, Coleman Young just mentioned morals and record. He has a horrible record. We got hundreds of thousands of people pouring over the border. They just put him in a high school in New York and told the kids no school because it's cold. We don't want the uh, illegal aliens. Uh, they're taking over your school. He's got so much. He's got all these houses that you cannot afford on his presidential income. He is on the take. His son gave 10% to the big guy. There is irrefutable but evidence Aaron, let me that ask you, well, hold he on. is hold on. on. I got to stop you. I got to stop you, Aaron, because that's, that's, that's if you're going to say that all of these these four criminal indictments that President Trump is facing are simply is just a witch hunt and their right. allegations, you can't turn around and accuse Biden and his son of crimes that they haven't been convicted of. His on son the year. never said in the White House. But you're saying these are things that there they've is done. There's a ton of evidence, and, and Coleman Young Never is talking about morals. 
Biden's got horrible morals. Do you think Trump has good morals? We're talking about Biden. Do you think Trump has good morals? Yes, I do. He doesn't drink. He doesn't take showers with his daughters like like um, his daughter said she, that he did. I mean, he does a lot whoa, of inappropriate. We need another half hour to, to, to dive into that. I got Dave time. Julio, whoa. I wanted to ask you your thoughts on what we're looking at when moving forward here. Haley Stevens, uh, if, if enough donors keep her kind of above water here and she continues to go through New Hampshire, where right now she's trailing by about seven, Nikki Excuse me, uh, my bad, bad, by seven points. Um, is there a chance? Is there a shot that Trump ends up being embroiled in issues and Nikki Haley becomes the candidate? There's a shot. It's a long shot, but there's a shot. And all you have to do is go back to 2020 and look at the uh, at, at how volatile the Democratic nomination process was. Biden was up, and then he was last, and now and then he was up. Right? It, it's a. It can be uh, that volatile, and and it might happen. I think it's again a long shot. But you know, we, we look at Nikki Haley, and and if she can finish second in Iowa and then come close in New Hampshire, maybe even win in New Hampshire if the trend goes in that direction, not, then it's a whole new ball. Charlie, we, 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 we do have an interesting primary in Michigan. If the Democrats really want to mess things up, they can vote in the Republican primary right. and vote for Nikki Haley or somebody else, not Trump. And that could mess things up. We're going to take a look at final thoughts on the other side of this break. Stay with us. Final thoughts, 15 seconds apiece. Dave Dulio. Uh, I think this does come down to uh, Biden and Trump uh, for the fall election, and uh, it's going to be a barn burner. Aaron? I don't think Biden is mentally or physically fit to be president now, and for sure he should not be running again, and I think he will drop out. Coleman? I'm going to celebrate uh, Joe Biden's victory. I'm going to savor Donald Trump's defeat. Happy New Year, everybody. Charlie? It'll be Biden and Trump for sure, and it will be an all-out, knockdown, drag-out election, but a lot of people will be voting. And we'll be the, the here for every step of the way. Of course, here on Fox 2. Stay with us. It's going to be a roller coaster. That does it for this edition of Let It Rip. The Let It Rip discussion continues online. Sound off on Facebook, X, formerly Twitter, or Fox2Detroit.com.